Well, hello and welcome once again to the kitchen table with Arctic Eric. This is something new. What does that mean? Well, new meaning I'm going to have a series that I will be releasing on Fridays. And these Friday podcasts will be the audio tracks from videos that I have recorded and put up on both Facebook and my YouTube channel. And the link for the YouTube channel will be included in the episode information for these podcasts. This Friday release is going to be testimonies that I have been sharing as I've followed the Lamb all of these decades. Uh, I hope you're encouraged by them. Well, hello, hello. I thought I would be outside today as I have been for these Friday versions of uh, the podcast and the videos where I've been focusing on testimony, testifying about the goodness of God and things that I've learned in following the Lamb all these years, and I hope you're encouraged by them. Well, I'm in the office, as you can see, and there's no green screen, no fancy backgrounds, just me in the office. Good to be here with you, though. I've been wanting to share a little bit about how God taught me he wanted me to give, and very specifically about giving, and a wonderful side effect of following him into his way of teaching me to give. If you've heard an earlier testimony, my conversion testimony, you know that I tested the Lord three times before I capitulated, before I repented, before I said yes to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And one of those tests had to do with money. I wanted him to show me in ways that would amaze me or that I would know it was he who was proving it to me, and he did. He wants me to give. Good. Good step one. But then I wanted to know, Lord, how do you want me to give? I saw in the New Testament where Paul writes a broad portion of two chapters about giving and giving by grace, so there's no doubt that God's amazing grace is a part of giving. And of course, I already knew that he wanted me to give. So I recall in the early days asking him, Lord, I would like for you to show me how much to give, when to give it, and to whom. And the interesting thing about that is that not only did he begin to speak to my heart or the thought come into my mind, however we want to, to say it or think about it, but he began to show me people and amounts and timing in giving. And that helped me to learn to hear his voice. Isn't that amazing? And over all these years, including today, it has been about hearing God. And by grace, you know, we've received freely, we can freely give. You know, God gives seed to the sower. He provides because he's a good father, not because we're brilliant children, but because he's a good father and he's a generous, good God, and he gives seed to the sower. So we always have something to give. And that's good to give, of course. And we give because we've received. We don't give to get. 
We give because we have received. And so in this process of where does it go and when does it go and how much goes, it has been amazing how often it has met a supernatural timing, a supernatural need. What do I mean by that? Well, I did not know that person A needed amount B and that it needed to go on date C. But God knows. Isn't that wonderful? God knows. And so by following him and having people confirm back over the years that in fact, wow, yes, thank you, this and that happened, this and that is what we were looking for or waiting for. In fact, I remember back, just as I say this, to the first large gift I ever gave. Oh my, I wasn't so concerned about the amount of the gift, but just, is it really you, God? It was, isn't that great? And I also think about those people who are generously supporting us, supporting the work, supporting the travel, all these years, many, many, many years, faithfully. Isn't that incredible? The first five years in Sweden, returning full-time in 1991, returning permanently, that's 30 years ago now, it was literally day to day. I remember, I'm slow to learn, I remember that the very first month after we had signed a lease on an apartment, the thought came to me, the rent's not going to be paid. You know, when you're trusting God for your daily bread, those thoughts come. And the truth is, those thoughts can come anyway. But nonetheless, the rent was paid on time. And it happened month after month after month. Faithful God. And the thought came month after month. Yep, yeah, okay, it's paid, but last month was your last month. And I remember not shouting out to God and crying out to God. Listen, he called me here. He said he would provide. So I chose to take him at his word. But it wasn't easy. But it's possible because of the grace that comes to receive as well as the grace that comes to give. But I said I'm a little bit on the slow side. It was 15 months, one year and a fourth. Yeah. Before it hit me, God is faithful. Yes, he has showed himself faithful before that in different ways and continually since that time. But for me, that was how God chose, and he has a way for you, it'll be your own way, to show me he is faithful. He can be trusted. He will do it, not based on me crying out to him. He knows the need before I do. And he sends the answer before I know the need even exists. If I'm willing to rest and wait upon the Lord. How do I do that? The same way I got saved. By grace. Through faith in Jesus Christ. Anyhow, 
So over the years, it has been amazing, including most recently, I was in the hospital, as you know, for cancer treatment and cancer surgery. And it was amazing that this faithful God who did the bill paying is the same faithful God who chose to use prayer. People were praying for me. And to use medicine, people were operating, irradiating, and caring for me. He chose to remove it. And I believe in part that him showing his faithfulness those 15 months all those years ago and being faithful all the times in between is why I can say from the moment I heard the cancer word or understood it was a cancerous tumor, God's got it because he's faithful. He's faithful on all levels. He's faithful to complete the work he began in us. He's faithful. But, you know, I think about that irradiation. I mean, they irradiated my neck for eight weeks. And I laid there still, and the radiation did its thing. And that's how I think about it with the Word of God. I expose my mind to the Word of God with an expectation that the author who lives in me, the teacher who lives in me, the doer who lives in me, will reveal great things about Jesus Christ through Scripture. So that when the tests come and the trials come, I know what God says about the situation so that I can rest in him. You know, the purpose of faith for you and me is to enter rest, not to enter activity. And when it goes back to those first 15 months, I made a decision. Not one time did I pray against any powers or darkness or any such thing because my funds don't come through the hands of darkness. They come from the God who is the author of light. Isn't that exciting? Listen, let's not waste time with a defeated enemy. Let's spend time with our eyes focused on Jesus, walking in the light as he is in the light, and his blood cleansing us from all unrighteousness. That takes faith. Listen, it doesn't take faith to shout against a defeated enemy. It takes faith to see Christ on the water in the midst of the storm, saying, come on now, get out of that boat. I'm the truth. Whatever your need today, if it's financial, he's the answer. If it's physical, he's the answer. If it's mental, he's the answer. If it's relational, he is the answer. But listen, there's a key to this. We're seeking the one who has it all. We're not seeking what he has. We're seeking him. And in him is everything, yes and amen. In him, in Jesus Christ, is all the wisdom and knowledge necessary. Yeah. And I understand there's a lot of teaching about different things we can do with the Bible and standing on Scripture and shouting out Scripture and quoting Scripture, and I'm sure all that has a place. But my Bible shows me that God wants His Word to change the way I think as He transforms me, my thoughts, so that when the precious Holy Spirit says to me, God's got it, 
I know from deep within, yes, he has been faithful from day one. He's alive today, and he'll carry me, and he'll carry you all the way. But are you willing to spend time with him? You know, we say, I love you, Lord, but do we spend any time with him? Or better yet, do we let him spend time with us? He draws us every day if we'll just slow down and, and let him be Lord. Isn't that amazing? I think about 1 John, no, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. He's called you and he's called me into a daily, intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what God has done. And if he's called us, he wants to do it. You know, we fight all the time to try to do what God wants to do. God wants to draw. God calls. God equips. God speaks. God transforms the Word of God in our thinking to a reality to us from deep within our heart so that we can say yes to Him, to His Word, and to His will, and to His purpose. But that means we've got to get over seeking what is my purpose. What am I to do and what are my dreams? It's not about me and it's not about my dreams. Listen, I did not dream about leaving the beaches of Florida to come to the Arctic North. That was God's dream. That was God's vision. That was God's idea. And as a good soldier, I just said, yes, sir. Gave it all away. He confirmed. Gave it all away and came here and testify about his goodness all these years following the Lamb around the world. He gave me the ability by simply saying yes to him, to his will. And what happened? There's grace to be here. I don't spend time thinking about what do I think about minus 40? What do I think about six feet of snow or two meters of snow? What do I think about icy roads? What? I don't think about that. I think about the one who called me, who's with me, who's in me daily, moment by moment. And where else would any of us really want to be than exactly where he wants us to be? At least that's how it is for me. Whether it was on a boat that was run aground and taking on water with my new car in the belly of that ferry and not knowing what might happen, I'm here. Or whether it was the Hindu radicals that tried to do in the white missionary in India. Or whether it was being thrown into a detention cell on a military base in Russia. I was where God wanted me to be, and that's all that matters. Are you where God wants you to be? His provision for you is in his Son. And God's Son wants to lead us to that place of peace in him. Because peace has nothing to do with circumstances. It has to do with a person. He is the Prince of Peace. Jesus is the mighty God. Well, I'm kind of rambling on on this testimony. It was about giving. And I thank all of you who've learned to give. Led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit. Giving to whom the amount when God says, isn't that glorious? And then there will always be more than enough. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this. 
I have no idea how long it is. I'll look at the timer when I get done. But I just want to say God bless you. We'll see you on another Friday segment where we'll testify about the goodness of God. Good day.